Hey there, happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a meaningful Passover wherever you are. It's interesting, today is not Friday, but we're sending today because tonight is the is another holiday. It's the last day of Passover, biblically the first day of Passover, which we celebrate with the Seder and telling the story of Exodus. The seventh day is also a holiday. So tonight we're going to light candles and say the blessing and get into a, have the last, experience the last day as a holiday. And this time we're actually celebrating one of the main like final events of leaving Egypt, which was the splitting of the sea. And it's such a wild and beautiful story with, I think, like so many messages for us. But part of these last days of the holidays is really, you know, we've talked a lot about the the history and now it's kind of really taking in the messages for the future, be- believing in, in hope for the future, you know, like they, they got through the one big step of getting out of Egypt and then there was a whole nother blockage, like right in front of them is this big ocean and they're trying to get to Israel and the Egyptians are chasing them. And I know I think of the, the total unknown that we're in now where we don't know how long we're in this crisis for, or how long is extending, like that big unknown ocean um, in front of them. And one small message that I've been thinking about is that at the Passover Seder, we sing the song Dayeno, you know, like it would have been enough if this happened, but even even better happened or this, that. And one of the things that we say in the song is that, you know, it would have been enough, God, if you just split the sea for us, but um, even more, you made that the path wasn't muddy. And that's like a kind of like a fun, an interesting, funny kind of thing to be so grateful for that it would have been this really muddy path but instead it was a path of dry land. And I think one of the beautiful messages that Kabbalah looks at as us being a microcosm of the entire world. And we have our inner dry land, um, our, our surface land and our ocean selves. And when we, if we look at ourselves as this ocean and digging deep and finding who we are underneath that sometimes, and particularly now when we're in this big unknown, perhaps this big ocean, you know, maybe drowning, maybe just trying swimming through, maybe just trying to float on top and get through it as we can. Um, sometimes when we dig deep, we can find a lot of mud. It can be a really muddy path. We see a lot of yucky stuff about ourselves and how we react or uh, anxieties and, and, and lows, how we think about ourselves. We start hearing our voices a little louder and all this quiet, and we can see a lot of muck. And one of the the beautiful things is that how God made it a dry path, that it wasn't muddy, that, and the way that Jewish mysticism looks at it is that we were able to really see, um, it was like a revelation of our full potential, like our own soul see split. We were able to see that deep inside of us is not just yucky stuff, but there's actual, like a beautiful dry land and the beautiful, most beautiful gems are there and it's a clear path and we can see the best of ourselves. And I think it's so apropos because there's a really another beautiful Jewish practice happening right now. It starts the second night of Passover. It's called counting the Omer. It's counting 49 days from now until the next holiday of Shavuot where we receive the Torah in the desert and this huge, beautiful spiritual experience and really connecting to our essence. And it was almost like the Jewish people had to go through a real learning process of refinement. And one of the things that we do is when we count each day, we go through a different character trait and it's divided up in seven weeks of the seven different spiritual character traits. And I don't know about you, but when we get together on the holidays and we've been doing this here, we all, we all, we get here, I'm really obsessed into personality books and we just enjoy exploring it. And one of the ones we've been looking at is the Enneagram, which I've always loved for many, many years. And it really does parallel a lot of how Kabbalah looks at our inner world. Um, 
And one of the most beautiful theories that I love from it is that our personalities, when we get stuck really um, in our ego and who we, in the messages that we've been told from childhood and the fears that we're moved by and the goals that we're trying to achieve based on childhood messages and our conditioning and our ego is when we get stuck in our personality in stuck in the mud really. And truly learning about the personality is not so that we get even more stuck in it, but that so that we start to find awareness. We start to see where we do get stuck so that we can make a choice and true freedom like Viktor Frankl writes about is when we have the choice in how we respond it's that space between the stimulus and response and I think that's a powerful message of when we're refining our character right now in these 49 days the the different character traits that we have it kind of shows us that when we dig deep we can refine ourselves become aware of our pitfalls of our mud but ultimately clear the mud away and god creates of us that that dry path and that's splitting our sea finding the best of ourselves that we do have like these traits of kabbalah we have the capacity for love for discipline for compassion for endurance for humility and connection and leadership and all of these things those are our true selves and perhaps in this uncertain time in this craziness even though it seems the opposite maybe we our seas can split and we can find the dry path within ourselves we can find our best um we can work on our best selves and find find our freedom to to access and choose that so sending a happy passover to all of us may our sea split may the sea split for the entire world and we just um come out of this crisis on dry land sending love to each of you